Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I'm going to read a couple poems for you guys. Um, Poetry is something that helps me a lot with stress, and it helps me appreciate things a lot more. And I've mentioned on here before in relation to my own complex PTSD and stress is really the main word. Um, Poetry is very calming and it helps build your focus. So in regards to what I've talked a lot, hundreds of times on here, if not thousands, um, the ability to just focus um, and build like your strategy, strategy skills and your critical thinking skills is a huge part of getting out of impulsive thinking and getting away from I would just say stress. Um, So poetry is one of the best ways I know of to do that. And I just finished writing these and they're not 100% finished. There's two poems and I'm going to be reading these on November 1st in relation to a watercolor society exhibit. Um, I'm in a local poets and writers group and we were asked to write poems in relation to local artists' work. And I happened to choose two pieces of work done by the same artist. It just happened to be there by the same artist. And I chose them because I grew up in a home that's it still is being restored. It's a historical home. So one of the paintings that this woman did, a watercolor painting, is one called Restoration. And that one's about a historical home being revived, um, restored. And the other one she did was about, it was called peppermint peony, um, a peony flower. Um, so I researched peony flowers. Um, I also grew up the same house that I grew up in. We had peony flowers up front. So I felt like I knew these two things well, and that's why I chose the paintings, but I'm going to read the peony poem first. Um, And again, I researched this, just the history of it, um, coming to America and everything. And then in relation to both of them, I tried to use a lot of focus on senses, your smell, your sense of touch and taste and things. Um, So in relation to the restoration painting, I put little things in there like the feeling of freshly sanded wood on a house, the smell of fresh paint, things like that. So, and I tried to include a little bit of humor too. So in both of them, because sometimes poetry readings can be very serious and these both are not. Um, These are both. I try to keep them lighthearted for this event. So again, they're not completely finished. I still have to adjust a few words here and there. So there might be parts of them that sounds a little off because it's not completely polished yet. I have to find more descriptive words for parts of it or better words. But I just wanted to share these. Um. I also saw some things going on in the news, in world news, um, that you guys probably are watching too, and things are getting pretty heated in in Israel. Um, I know I've mentioned that on here recently, but I just heard on the news that they might start deploying U.S. troops. Um, So maybe these poems can kind of help calm me down a little bit if the world news is something that might be stressing you out or... You know, just fears of, you know, what might be out there and what might be coming, you know. So hopefully these can just put you in a better mindset. Um, But I just did these today. And again, I still have to polish these. But so the first one, I'm I'm probably going to title it um, the scientific name of 
a peony flower, which I thought I had written down here, but here it is. Peony lactiflora is the name of the peony flowers that are largely in the United States. So that's probably going to be the title. And I'll just go ahead and read this. From China, it first came brought by the Brits and the French in the early 19th century. Every spring we remove the leaves to see the maroon-colored sprouts that come annually. As it grows, it has its buds covered by ants marching one by one. The nectar from the buds is what the ants are after. It's one of their first big meals of the season and they couldn't get to it faster. Memorial Day comes and so do the blossoms. Light pink, dark pink, and white. Some known as single forms show off their pollen-bearing stamens. Originally called Decoration Day, we travel to the cemeteries to mourn our fallen soldiers. Having peony flowers already planted graveside, you'll always have a reminder. This is also the season of weddings. Peonies are perfect for this. They symbolize happiness, good fortune, and happy marriage. The most significant part of any flower is probably its smell. Sweet and rosy and sometimes citrusy. When you smell it again, it brings back good memories. So I might add another section to the very bottom of that. Just reading it kind of out loud, which I had already done, by the way. Um, It felt like it needed just a little bit more at the end. So... And then the other one, um, again, this is the restoration house, the house, historical home that's being restored that she painted. And this one, I'm not quite sure what I'll label it, but like the title of it, but I'll find something. A house needs attention much like a child. Give it love and affection, nurture it with a smile. What to do first? Inside, outside, start from top or bottom? What's its style, its history, unique features, what has been lost and forgotten? Attention to detail is required for restoration. The carpenter, electrician, plumber, and local historian might not have thought of that last one, but they can prove quite important. The smooth touch of wood recently sanded, the smell of sawdust and fresh paint. These are a few of my favorite things. Caulking between the gaps and new windows to save the heat. When it comes to the bricks, the masonry contractor will tell you all you need. Structural issues might call for an engineer. Repairing cracks and matching up brick. It's all about how it appears. When you think you're about done with the house, you are nearing the finishing hour. Just kidding. A restoration is just the beginning. In five to seven years, it will be time to work on it again. Like a child needing attention, having patience with your restoration. Have patience with your restoration. It all takes time. Give your house love and affection. Don't forget to thank your local historian. They gave you key traits to make your home unique and whole again. So again, that's the the end of it. But there's a few things that I'll I'll tweak here and there just to uh, make it sound and flow a little bit better. But I don't know if you can kind of see, you know, I did a lot of research and just a lot of um, descriptive things. So if someone didn't grow up in a home that's being restored, 
they might not even think about the plumber, the electrician, the carpenter, the feel of the wood, the smell of the sawdust. These are things that I grew up with, like every single year. Um, the sound of the circular saw, the mixing of concrete, the smell of fresh paint. Um, you know, we were always hearing hammering, and I liked it. It was it was kind of comforting having people there working on the home, and um, a lot of it. Um, my parents actually did themselves because my dad is like a jack of all trades and he's one of those guys who knows how to fix anything. He's done electrical work, plumbing, welding, concrete. He knows how to, he could just build a whole house basically. And my mom was always helping, um, pulling off wallpaper, painting the walls. The only thing they probably didn't do is, uh, put down new carpet that would take a specialist um, there's certain things that, a, you know, a specialist would have to do, but shingles would be another one. That would be something that you would have people do. But I just wanted to share these two things. Um, again, poetry is very, um, it's very unique. And whenever I first got into it, I was venting. Um, and a lot of people, I think when they first get into poetry, they don't know how to turn it into art, but I eventually, I was taught how to do that. Um, we actually had like a poetry, a poetry, it was one of my friends put together, it was like a poetry class, I guess you could call it, she had it at her house, but we had like a woman who had her doctorate in poetry, we had like seasoned poets, and we all kind of critiqued each other and read each other's work, and it was really, it was very uh, powerful, so if you can, if you can manage to take maybe like any anger you have towards people or frustrations about the world that you have and, you know, learn to become mindful and turn it into artwork and turn it into something creative. Um, I just think it's an incredibly powerful thing to do and it's simple. I mean, this is, you know, one, this is like four, eight, 12, 16. This is like 20 lines is what my poems are. Um, just 20 lines, right? It could be 16 lines. I think the Peeny poem was 16 lines, but 20 simple lines, it's one page. Um, it's not even a full page of writing. It's just getting right to the point and being descriptive. But I just wanted to share those, and I hope everybody has a good day. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.